We're in the middle of Simen Kufmem Gimel, and we're still in the middle of Siv Dalit. So we discussed till now the halachas, if you find the toys in the Sefer Teirah, what you have to do, if you can make the bracha achreina, and then put it back, or you have to put it back immediately, where you can continue laying a few psukim till you get till the end of a place where you could stop, and then put it back. We saw different shitas. Now the Ramah is talking about what constitutes a toys. When do we say that if you find the toys, do you take out another safer toy? Or what type of toys? Only if it's a proper toys. Like a word that has mole and achaser, sometimes with above, sometimes without above. It's not noticeable in the way you express the word. It's just the, the way it's written. In such a case, because you don't gain anything by taking out acheres. You're not sure that the next one is going to be any better because today we're not baki So you shouldn't take out another sefer Torah. So the Meshavur here is very marchiv, explaining what's considered toys gomer and what's considered chaseris v'yaseris. So what's considered toys gomer? If you have a chaser or yaser, even an ice, one ice that wasn't supposed to be there, or you're missing an ice that was supposed to be there. Or, you, may, you there was a mistake, a Korean exiv. Let's say the word yishkovena, it says yishgolena, so instead of the kri, it says the exiv, or instead of the exiv, it says the kri. That's also a toys that you have to take out another Sefer Torah for. In the Sefer Torah, in the Amid, sometimes there's psuches, sometimes there's stumas, if instead of a stuma there's a psuch, and instead of the psuch there's a stuma, that's a toys that you have to take out another sefer toyer. V'chein, he says, if you wrote a psuch or a stuma b'mokum where there wasn't supposed to be anything, let's say it's supposed to be a solid amid, and you added a psuch or a stuma, or there was supposed to be a psuch and a stuma, and you took it out totally, you just wrote a solid amid. In all these cases, you have to take out another sefer toyer. Hua, then he says, if you have two words that are supposed to be separated, because they're two separate words, but they're very close together. They're so close together that if you ask a tinnik to read it, he's going to read it like it's one word. Now, when it says over here to ask a tinnik, the Allah is you have to take a tinnik who's not too bright, not too dumb, an average tinnik. And if he can read it, and to him it looks like two words, then it's okay. Otherwise, not. There is a shaila. What happens if you wrote the two words too close, where typically you wouldn't be able to tell that it's two separate words. However, since the end of the first word has an endemem, where if it was the middle of the word, you would write a regular mem, so the fact that it has an endemem at the end of the word, that signifies that it's two separate words. So there the Shafraim says, could be that itself is a hecker, that it's two words, and he says, b'sha'as you could be saimach on this, not to take out another sefer tayr. Or, let's say, you have one word, and in the middle of the word there's a space between two ICs that for a kid it looks like it's two separate words. Or there's certain words like Kidar La'imer, Pidotzer, Elitzer, Aminodov, these type of words that our Kabbalah is that it's one word. However, in the Gemara's Mavur, that it's two words. We pass in the Mice, it's one word. So if it was written two words on the same line, we could be Mekel Bidiyavit, because the Mice in the Gemara and Chum is Mavur that they used to write it two words, even though we don't. But if you wrote the word Kedar La'imer on two separate lines, so then you have to take out another Sefer Torah. Huadin, if you have words or ICs that were a little bit rubbed out. 
So again, it depends if it, if it, the shayish of the ratio of the ois is still nicker, that a child can read it, then it's considered like it's not chaser. Otherwise, you have to take another safer tayr. If some of the ink is missing and now it has a reddish tinge to it, so that's called a shinimara and it's possible. However, if it's machmas age, then you bring the machloikas, some safer was meiko. And these the Meshavur is machri like that, that you don't have to take out another Sefer Torah in such a case. If the Urias, Sefer Torah is comprised of many, many different Urias that are sewn together with Gidim. So what happens if these Gidim that hold together the Urias are ripped? So if you have at least five or six that are still Kayim, even though Rav were ripped, it's still Kasher. But if it's less than five or six that are Kayim, it would be Puzzle, and you have to take out another Sefer Torah. If during Kriya Satayr you see that one ice is attached to the other, so if it's attached throughout the length of the ice, or even if it's not throughout the whole length of the ice, but the Tzuris ice is Nishtanet through the fact that it's attached, then it's a problem. You have to take another Sefer Torah. If you made a mistake and you wrote a Dalit B'makam Eresh, or a Eresh B'makam Dalit, or the same thing, a Beis and a Kof, if you changed around, these are all considered a Toys Gomer, and you have to take another Sefer Torah. This then applies not only by oisias that are from the shayush of the word, but even oisias that are considered oisashimish, like a yud or a vav, which is just an add-on to the word. If that's attached one letter to the other, that's also a problem. What happens if letters are attached, however, only a little bit? In other words, not throughout the whole length of the letter, only a little bit. So if the tsuris ois wasn't nishtana through this little attachment, you can still notice and recognize the ice for what it is, so then the Chathchila, we don't tell you to, the Chathchila we say, you shouldn't take out such a Sefer Torah, even though it's only a minor attachment, it's on it's on a miyat of the ice, and it wasn't Nishtan of the Tzuris ice, but the Chathchila, if knowingly you have such a Sefer Torah in the Kodesh, you're not supposed to take it out unless you first removed the ink that's attached. However, if you didn't find out and you took out the Sefer Torah, and then during the Kriya Satayr you found that it was attached, so if the attachment is at the end of the ice, on the bottom, where if you scrape off that place that it's attached, it's going to be chayzer So then during the week where there's no problem of erasing the extra ink that's attached, and even during Kriya Satayr, you can do it like in a minute, it's not a big hefsik, so you should do it. While you notice this attachment on the bottom of the ice during Kriya Satayr, take out a little razor and, and scratch off that part of the ink. If there's nobody that knows how to do it without messing up the ICS and there's a Teirich to go find someone that knows how to do it, so then you don't have to call someone to do it. Or Aftzan Shabbos. Shabbos is an Isra Mechika to do it. Also, it's a, you're allowed to continue reading in the Sefer Teirich, again, provided that it was only the bottom part of the Oiz, the Miyat, that was attached. However, if the attachment between two ICS is at the beginning or the middle of the Oiz, so it comes out that at least half, or maybe even most of the ice was written by Psul, because it started off being attached, then even if the Tzuris ice wasn't Nishtana, you would have to take out another Sefer Torah. Shabur brings the Yesh Mekilim, that in such a case, if it's in the middle of the ice, or at the beginning of the ice, you don't have to take out another Sefer Torah, in the case where it wasn't Nishtana Tzuris ice, and there's Saimech on Kalaroi Lebila Eim Bila Ma'akevaz however, Shabur says, B'Sha'as Atchak, you don't have another Sefer Torah, or it's going to be a big, big, big delay until you get another Sefer Torah, then you could be Saimach on this and finish the Kriya in the Sefer Torah. 
Now, in all these cases where Isis are attached, what happens if the naked eye sees it as being attached? But if you take a magnifying glass and you look very very carefully with the magnifying glass, you'll see that it's actually not attached. It's whether you go buster the stamri ayin or you would be able to be saying on a magnifying glass. If some wax fell onto one of the ices in the Sefer Tayyar, so there the Mishabur expands upon this earlier in the Sefer, and he says, if the ices are nicker through the Shaiva, you can see through the Shaiva, then you can learn from the Sefer Tayyar, and as soon as possible you take off the Shaiva. If you cannot see the ice through the Shaiva, so during the weekdays you're supposed to take off the Shaiva, making sure that you don't take off any part of the ice with it, but if it's too strongly attached where you can't remove it without scraping off the ice, or it's on Shabbos or Yamta, where it's Osir, so Sharfraim holds in Allah lane in such a Sefer Torah, you have to take another Sefer Torah. The Prima Godim says, the Chaya Adam also agrees that you could lane in such a Sefer Torah, and those ices that you can't be seen through the Shaivas, you'll lane those ices Balpeh. The Meshavur is Machriya, that if you found this between Gavr and Gavr, so there's no such there's not such a big pagam if you put back the Sefer Torah, so then you should take another Sefer Torah. But if you found this problem of the wax on the ice during the Kriya, then you should continue on laning, and even being Gavr Gavr, you shouldn't put it back, because once you laned already, the part that was covered with the Shaiva, you can continue on laning, because Me'ikra Adin, the Sefer Torah, isn't possible if it's covered in Shaiva. Now this Isr on Shabbos, to remove Shaiva that's on top of the ice, is a shayla what the Isr is. The Sharafraim learns that the whole Isr is not alts meichik, uh, the Isr is alts memachik. You're being memachik the wax. So therefore, he says, if you can, like, let's say, bend the cloth and then it pops off, such an eifin, then there's no problem on Shabbos taking it off. However, the Mishnah Bruda holds as a problem of meichik. He says, anyway, you take off the Shaiva is going to be problematic. Because since you can't read the ice while the shayv is on, and when you take off the shayv, you could read the ice, so it's like a meichel kamanas lichtoiv, and therefore you have a problem. Shabur fears ice that lemaisa. There are many, many other cases of psulim. It's very difficult to mention all of them, but he says that the klal should be like this: that any place where it's a psul in the sefer Torah, it's a vaday psul. Such a mistake, you have to take out another sefer Torah. Any psul which is a machlekes apayskim. You could be makel in your kriya satayir not to take out another sefer Torah, because since there are paiskim hamakilim, because there are paiskim that are makel to lay in a sefer Torah puzzle. The Rambam holds you could lay in a sefer Torah puzzle. So anytime we have a machlekes a paiskim, whether a certain psul is considered a psul or not, so benegay mitzvah k'siv a sefer Torah not yaitze, but benegay kriya sefer Torah could be saimach on the makilim of those that hold that you can lay from a sefer Torah which is vaday puzzle. This that the Ramah says. That a toys and chaseris v'yaseris is not machayiv to take out another sefer Torah. For example, words that have a vav or a yud, and you either skip the yud or it wasn't have, didn't have to have a yud and a vav, and you added them. But even where the pirshamilis of the word as well as the pronunciation don't have any difference, like the word aharon with a vav without a vav sounds the same, so, or avaysenu with a vav without a vav. In those cases. It's not a problem. You don't have to take out the safe, another safer Torah. But if the mistake is noticeable in the pronunciation, even if it doesn't change the meaning, like the word keves and kesev, salma and simla, it's the same meaning, but the word is pronounced different. So then you would have to take out another safer Torah. 
Same thing, Migrishei Hen and Migrishei Hem, with a Nun at the end or a Mem at the end. Since there's a Shini Lashen, you have to take another Sefer Torah. Also, the word Rachba, instead of Rachboi, even though the word Rachba could be read Rachboi, because you have the word in the Sefer Torah, Aholoi, that's Aleph Hey Lamed Hey, and it's pronounced Aholoi with a Chaylam. So even Reish Chez Beis Hey Rachba could also be pronounced Rachboi. However, even though you could lane it Rachboi, that's a, that's a, that's a problem. It's, t- it's a toys which you have to take out another Sefer Torah. Same thing, the word Saimim, Vihine Saimim Bevitna. If you wrote Saimim Malay with an Aleph, which is Ta'imim, even though it means the same thing, but since it's noticeable in the pronunciation, it's a problem. Same thing. Vinachnuma, Va'anachnuma. It means the same thing, but it's a different pronunciation, so that would be a problem. And Huadini says, if the Pirish is Nishtani, even though the pronunciation is the same, like the word Vinimtsa Domoy. So if you wrote Vinimtsa Domoy with an Aleph, instead of Vinimtsa Domoy with a He, even though it sounds the same, they're both read Vinimtsa, one means Aloshan Mitzia and one means Aloshan squeezed out. Same thing, Me'ein Yivami is spelled Me'ein Mem Aleph Nun, and you wrote it that you wrote it with a Yud, Mem Aleph Yud Nun. So even though it's pronounced the same, but it's a different meaning. Because me'ain without a yud is a lashon of me, and me'ain with a yud is a lashon from nothing. So in these cases, it's possible you have to take another sefer tayr. Included in these things of chaseyers v'yaseyers, where you don't have to take another sefer tayr, as Dr. Mishabura, sometimes there's a messayr, certain oisiyas in the tayr are written very large, bigger than the normal ois, or smaller, like the alav vayikra, the ayin hashema, chadayimah, in all these types of cases, or sometimes you have backwards ICS, all these messiahs, if you weren't makhbet on that, it's not considered a toys that you have to take out another sefer toyer for. Hu adin, sometimes there's a messiah that this should be nekudis on top of the words, like an ayeh sarah on the words ayeh, there's nekudis. If those nekudis are missing, which is something, that's not considered a chaser, a toys that you have to take out another sefer toyer for. And their mouth fears is that this achra is because of a machlaik. This is achra between two shitas. You have the sheet of the auger that he holds even a toy's gomer. You don't take out another sefer toyer because you don't gain anything because the next sefer toyer could be puzzled too. But the yais of shita is that even if it's a chasar and a chaseyers v'yaseyers, you take out another sefer toyer. So Mamela, the remote was machria that if it's a sefer, if it's a sol gomer, Toys gomer, then you do take out another sefer toyer. If it's only chaseyers v'yaseyers, then you don't. Benegay, the different ksav that you have in sefer you have ksav bes yosef, you have ksav ari, there's ksav velish, different ksavim. Kamat reiv paiskum hold that even though those people have minig bes yosef, these have minig ari. There's absolutely no problem to be idle in a sefer toyer that's written in a different ksav than your minig. Your yotzer kriyas toyer even lechatchila. Come out all gedolim were noyeg like that. On Shabbos Zacher, there are some that are machmer that you should listen to the Kriyana Sefer Torah that has your ksav that you're based on your minik. And even if you're wearing, let's say, tefillin with ksav bis Yosef and being oil in a Sefer Torah ksavari or vice versa, is also not a problem. There were some gedolim that were machmer on this nakuda that they shouldn't be oil the Torah if they're wearing tefillin at the same time that has a different ksav. But most good of them were not machmer on this.